Thank you, friends. Like Agnes has said, my name is Okrur Allen, and the other popular name is for your benefit, the Cathedral Administration. And I want to thank Father Hilary for bringing a stick on me. Giving me this topic is a cane from Father Hilary. And I, I really was bothered about this topic because I have my own issues usually about preaching on Christmas topics. But um, thank you, Father Hilary, for caning me and my team leader, Susan. Our topic is the love, joy, and peace of Jesus' birth. And it's from Luke 2, chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. I just want to request my brother Habwe to take that reading. I, I know you know the story, but I, I want it read. Uh, Julian, are you online? I'm on Edgar. Okay, please read. Good morning and praise the Lord. Here the reading is, I'm using NLT version. Just ignore other noises. I just stepped out. I'm just on the roadside. So just be attentive. I look to. Luke chapter 2, uh, from verse 1 to 20. And uh, the heading is the birth of Jesus. At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria all returned to their own ancestral town to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, verse 5. He took with him Mary, his fiancée who was now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, in a manger, because there was no lodging available for them. Verse 8, the shepherds and angels. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in stripes of cloth lying in a manger, satin. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, 
Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on the earth, those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in a manger. 17. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Who, all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. 20. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you, Brother Julian, and thank you, Aunt Agnes. Praise the Lord, everyone. Father God, take over the speaking of your word and bless your children. Amen. Friends, um, the, the reading that Julian has done gives a historical background of how Jesus was born and gives us a historical background of a census. I just want to start by telling us that these histories sometimes are not for nothing. It's to tell us now when you when you see people rushing from here to their villages, I they are going for a census. It was not that, it is just that it is in history that when the birth of Jesus is, it's the time people go back to their villages to be counted. Uh, my follower. Uh, and and uh, his friend, uh, our cousin, actually, who was his best man, used to tell us that, are you going home to be counted? You know, there is a census. So this year, as I was as I was reflecting on this topic, many old things came to me. And I realized that there are things that um, we do take for granted and think it is um, it is not necessary. And um, one of the rebukes that I got from God today, and uh, all as I was, I was thinking about this topic is, I mean, everybody says, after all, Jesus was not born on the 25th. But the scriptures tell us that this day was a pagan day, but um, uh, they, it was changed because people used to worship the pagan God. I want to ask you, if you're not going to celebrate Christmas, I mean, it's not among the feasts of the Lord. Why do you celebrate your birthday? Did the Lord decree it? You decreed it yourself that every year, every time it's my birthday, I'm going to celebrate. So this year, I want to decode your mind and say, let's celebrate the birth of Jesus at whatever season. Remember that some of us also don't know when we were born. Because you were young, you were just told. So if this is what the emperor changed because he wanted to draw people away from pagan worship, okay, that's all right. Let's now worship the Lord. 
Um, my topic is the love, joy, and peace, and peace of Jesus' birth. I'm not going to bother you so much about love because many of you have experienced love. You have loved and you know about love. So I am not going to describe for you love because you will say, head girl, you don't know English, you know Ateso, which is my language. But for me, the biggest thing is love. And I want to take on, first of all, love with a scripture that all of you here know. And that is John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And we get back to our look. Now, when the historical events of the birth of Jesus are relayed by Dr. Luke, Remember that Dr. Luke is getting it from the prophecy, from the prophecy of Isaiah. And now the things are unfolding. Hmm? So when these events are unfolding, is to fulfill the prophetic word by Isaiah. Now, some of us, or most of us, have witnessed a birth of a child, or a child has been born in your family by your father or you yourself has had a child you know it comes with it starts with love and this love results into a child being born and when a child is born so many lavish things are done people send cards people send gifts people send um messages which are lovely messages there's no one when a child is born will send a bad message unless you're a witch. But when a child is born, love flourishes the air. And so this morning, the birth of Christ should just bring love to us as families, that it is a time of commemorating that if it was not of the love of Christ, and if it was not the love of the Father, because the Trinity is one. The Father loved us, also Christ loved us to agree to come, to be born. So love is a redemptive nature of God. Love is a redemptive nature of God that gave us his only son. And so in love, we receive Christ. And because Christ loved us, we also love Christ by receiving him. So the birth of Jesus takes us that Oh, and it's a reminder, particularly for the people who are saved, that the love of Christ delivered you from, from wherever you are. Even, even if you got saved when you are young, the love of Christ just delivered you that so that you may not fall in sin. And so for you, 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 you beat the worldly issues and, and everything of yours is good. The value of birth is very important at this time. Birth shows us how, 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 you've, how Christ values us, how Christ loves us. And you yourselves know that when a child is born, you lavish your wife, your brother, or your sister with so many gifts, sometimes with messages. And 
to me, the birth of Jesus teaches us how to love one another. We love one another by giving. Yes, in this season, people give. People give. People give people things. People send people uh, love messages. And because God loved us, the world that he gave us his son, this season, can you show love even to the unlovable? Can you reconcile yourself to your brother, the one who you don't love? Can you show love? There are those, can you show love to the destitute? Can you show love? I mean, a few of us or all of us have something to give. Give this season. I saw it by what the, the Maggi did, the, the wise men from the East. Jesus' birth shows love. And what happened is when the Maggi came, they came with gifts. Can we also return our love by giving a church or wherever we are this season? I want to take the birth this time in another range that we also give because Christ first loved us and gave. Because the love of Christ brings us together in worship and in celebration. Yes, we must celebrate whether we like it or not, whether we are saying we are not going to change the shopping list, but we must celebrate. Celebrate Christ's birth. Why do we celebrate? Because he loved us. If Christ had not come, surely we would have perished. We would be in our Old Testament and those sacrifices, eh, the ones which we were taught in prayer school, I would not have the cows. But now, because Christ agreed to be born and he loved us, he loved us because he didn't want you to bother in those sacrifices of bulls and, and sheep. Christ loved us to redeem us from our fallen nature. And love, it's only love that drives someone to redeem a person from their fallen nature. I have a fallen nature. I have it up to now. And the only thing that drives away that fallen nature is the love of Christ, the love of Christ. Remember also that Jesus is a child of hope. And so when Jesus is a child of hope, our hope is built on nothing but the love of Christ. Because Christ gives us hope. So we love because Jesus first loved. And quickly, we, I am bringing this to us, that as the, as the master is born, the story tells us that the people had gone for a sentence. There was no room. There was no room in the inn. Today for me, I'm asking you, is there room in your heart to love Jesus Christ, to take the love of Jesus Christ? Some of these things are figurative. Some of these things, when you, when you read and read again, it is different. It's different understanding. Everyone gets it differently. That there was no room in the inn. And so if there was no room, you in your heart, is there room for Jesus? 
Is there room for reconciliation? Is there room for giving? I want to thank God that even as a church, as we give, as all saints, we all must go down and give even ourselves. One time they told us that we give. So start by giving yourself to Jesus Christ. Give your children, give your relatives, give our clergy, give the people around us. Because love is also measured by giving. So if the Lord gave, let's also give. And that brings us together. And it's good to be together because the shepherds were together. And so we thank God for the birth of Jesus. The other word is joy. The joy of the Lord is a strong tower. The joy of the Lord. Jesus is the joy of the world. There is nothing in the world which is as joyous as having Jesus as a personal savior. Jesus is to be worshipped. And like I have said, that the world was worshipping a pagan god and doing wrong sacrifices. Yes, but now Jesus has come to us as light. Jesus has come to us as light. Have you ever had a time when there's no electricity in your house and the whole place is dark? And if they're children, they start crying and shouting. But the moment light comes back or you light a, a, a lamp or a candle, everybody will shout, yes. So Jesus, according to 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20, Jesus is the light of the world. And he said that we, we too are light of the world. Are you light of the world? Do you bring joy to people? Does your presence bring joy? The presence of Jesus brings joy in a community. When the love of Jesus is portrayed, it now brings joy. You remember our mission? I think it was uh, the, the media mission where people went to Katanga. You could see the joy as, uh, as that team went through those slums. You could see his grace pulling up his castle and giving somebody something. Give. He first love. And from the love, joy. So the joy of the Lord, when you give, there is joy. When they, you go as the light, there is joy. So Jesus came to us as the light of the world. We were in darkness. We were in total darkness, worshipping the gods of Amorites, worshipping the worshipping Baal. Oh, I don't know what your clan was worshipping. For us, it was worshipping Aduso among in Isaiah. But you might have been worshipping Mandua, but Jesus has come. Let Jesus bring joy today because Jesus is the, is the light and the joy. And a light brings joy. And that's why the Lord himself sent his son so that we have that joy. We receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in our hearts, just like the shepherds did. You know, joy is an inner feeling. It's sometimes the way we, 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 we realize that there's joy in a person is when they are smiling or when they have laughed and they can laugh loudly 
and then you say, eh, I wonder why that person is so joyous today. I think there's something. Now, it is difficult to describe joy, but I would want to, to bring circumstances where you where people feel joy. Sometimes, um, I remember one time my brother, Peter, was preaching on this platform and he talked about him being a marketeer. You know, when you've clinched a deal or market and you have a commission, you don't want to tell anybody, you, you laugh inside the heart. You know, joy is laughing inside your heart. And then people just see the smile. They see the smile. When they have given you Christmas bonus, you have not told your wife, you have not told anybody, you, and you didn't expect it. We didn't expect the rescue of Jesus, but it brings us joy. The community gets joyous. We, we receive the joy of Christ. So today, will you receive Christ and have that joy? I charge you today. Will you receive, will you lead someone? Okay, if you're saved this Christmas, will you this season lead someone to Christ? And so that they also experience the joy of Christ which you are having. Sometimes we are selfish as brethren. We are selfish. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm saved. And I'm saved like that by being quiet. You don't tell people the love of Christ. You don't tell people why you are every time joyful, why you're happy. Mm -hmm. You're happy all the time because you have the joy of Christ. Please, can we replicate? Can we speak of the love and the joy that Christ has brought to us who have received him? Please lead people. Uh, you know, I am head girl. So the assignment to this team, which is here today, all of you, this Christmas season, lead people to Christ and also give Tell people about the joy that they see in you because that joy is what people are looking for. Sometimes people say, that man, I don't know why, is laughing all the time, is joyful all the time. If it's Julian, when he has cleared cargo and they have told him he's going to be paid 150 million, he just he will walk from URA to, 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 to his home. And because he has joy. So the birth of Jesus gives us joy and the joy to serve him, the joy to serve his people, the joy and that joy leads us to continue in proclaiming the goodness of the Lord, in proclaiming that it's only Jesus who matters. It's only Jesus who redeems. It's only Jesus who brings love to a family, to an organization, to a farm, to anything, to a church. We are a church who loves and is part of our mission to extend love. And when we extend love, people become joyful. Amen. Amen. I hope I'm still talking to you people. You are on. Thank you. Now, Amen. the peace of Christ, peace, 
there is only one peacemaker. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. For some of us who are old and um, you, you, will, you will know about peace agreements. And they will write them, they will sign them, and they will never follow them. They will sign them today, and the next thing, the guns will rattle. And they will fight and fight. And yet they have signed a peace agreement or a peace accord. I will not go further there. But peace is the, is, is, is the inner reflection of comfort and contentment. You know, comfort and contentment gives you peace, gives you peace. And, you know, there are seasons when you really know that the devil has attacked me and this situation is challenging. But because you have Jesus Christ, through his love and joy, you have received him and you now have the joy of Christ, you end up being peaceful. They have accused you of what you have not done. Other people just become happy. They have the joy. And then you say, but this person, they have just accused him. And instead of them getting annoyed, they just ride on the peace of God. They just ride on the peace. Again, I want to, I want to quote my brother Habwe. He's a bad brother. Let me tell you people that we can have trouble in intercession as friends or as people. But one of the people who will just tell you that be at peace is Julian. And when there is a flaring problem, so sometimes we learn from friends. And uh, recently, one among us as, uh, as intercessors had an accusation, and he just came and told us that, I just said, God, take over. He was at peace, hmm? peace. And that's why Jesus gives you the peace that surpasses human understanding. When it's Jesus, we can't understand. In the, instead of crying, the person is con comfortable and is their content, the, the, the contentment in their heart brings them peace and brings joy. So will you allow Christ and get that joy? Um, one of the things which um, in that reading that Julian took about is that the the birth of Jesus Christ was first proclaimed um, to the shepherds. And as the company of angels came, the, the shepherds were people who were unwanted. If you remember in Genesis, even as um, Jacob's family was going to Egypt, Joseph told, told them that when they ask you, what is your profession or what do you do? Tell Pharaoh that your servants are shepherds because the Egyptians didn't like shepherds. So that's why they were taken to the fertile land of Goshen. So shepherds, according to the history and analogy, were unwanted people. So God chooses those people who are unwanted and uses simple things to to bring peace to us. 
And that's why the issue of Zacchaeus also comes in. But Jesus brought peace to the rejected. You know, the shepherds were rejected people. Jesus said, okay, let me use this batch of rejected people. I also want to ask you, have you ever been rejected? Has anyone ever rejected you? Please run to Jesus during such circumstances. If, any, if you find rejection, and I know every one of us here has ever been rejected, and either you're rejected at work, or it's family, or it's friends, and yet when you, when, when you check and say, okay, why all this rejection? You don't have a reason, but God gives peace. When people reject you, anchor, your, anchor that rejection on serving God. Anchor that rejection on reading the word of the Lord because Christ's birth brings peace. And when you or, or, or just get into worship, you get the peace of Christ. And uh, again, I want to quote a cousin of mine that for him, when he would go to church, he doesn't matter whether however much he has delayed to go to church, for him what he will want is the benediction. And I asked him one time, he said, when the priest says the peace of God and that, you know, that pronouncement that the clergy do over us, and you know, in the village, it's not done like all saints, it's not done in the, in the front. They first go up to the back and then they raise their hand over the congregation. And with a loud voice, without a microphone, they pronounce blessings like a full sack. So that peace only Christ can give us. Yesterday, Provost alluded to rejection. And just like the shepherds, she, she said um, in the midweek service, she referred to her state uh, when she was rejected uh, because she wanted to be a clergy. And they took her side and said, you girl, what are you going to do with all this wisdom you have and this cleverness? As, I, as she said, I don't want to go there further. But the issue is, I said, okay, now I understand. How many times have you suffered rejection? Many. But the Lord gives us peace even when the world rejects us. So even as the, uh, the Proverbs talked about rejection, I, 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 okay, quiet and joy. Okay. <clears throat> I was talking about, Proverbs talking about being rejected. And I also said shepherds. Now I understood why the clergy are called shepherds. I said, oh, and you know, then the bishops have that, the, the, the shepherd staff. Now I understood why they are shepherds. It comes right from the time of Christ that it was through the rejected people that he came to us and gave peace to the world. And you know, most of the clergy have suffered rejection with their children and with their, the clergy, the bishops. It's, it's, and I don't know why. Most of them have suffered that. If you look at yourself and you know where you come from, most of these people have suffered rejection. 
wherever they are. They have suffered. You yourself, if you look at your reverend or your clergy or lay reader, most of them have suffered rejection in the community. Ah, we don't want that bishop. Hey, we don't want to, don't bring so. Don't worry. Today I want to comfort you. When that happens, just be at peace. Because it started at the time of Jesus. He had to go to the lowly, to the shepherds. No wonder the shepherds must suffer as they they attend the sheep. And if you get the sheep like Allen, noisy head girl, you just have to bring her to order. And so we are difficult sheep. We are good sheep. We are calm sheep. There are those who are docile, they are sleepy. You must also carry them up. And so what brings that peace? Only Jesus. What gives you that peace? It begins from the birth of Christ. And so as I conclude, I want to charge all of us that this Christmas, let's not think of the, 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 how the world sings, the celebration. We must celebrate the love of God celebrate the joy this has brought us, celebrate the peace that this has brought, brought us. Thank you for listening to me. The Lord bless you. Over to you, Auntie Agnes. Amen. Thank you, Alain. Lord, we receive this word in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for speaking to us about the love, joy, and peace through your servant, Allen, King of Glory. She has poured out her heart. And it is not her, it is you, Lord, who has spoken to us. Father, we thank you for the message and we receive it in your name. And they ask that this message will not just end at listening. We pray that we shall put in practice this message that we have received. Lord, I pray that you replenish her, fill her with love, joy, and peace in her family, in her place of work, in wherever she goes, King of glory. For God, you are the Prince of Peace. You give the joy to those who trust in you. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Blessed be your name, the King of Kings, our God and our Father. We have learned that your birth teaches us to love one another because you loved us first. Lord, you loved us in a manner that is hard for us to show because you died on the cross, you were striped naked, you were beaten just because you loved us. But for us, we have failed to love just giving simple love to one another. Lord, this morning, we pray that this message will teach us to love one another. 
Lord, the evil things of murders, corruption, hatred that are happening among us. It's just because we don't have the love. Today, Lord, we ask that you help us and give us the grace to love at one another because you loved us first. We were created in the image of God. And that one alone demonstrates that God loves humankind. How come that we don't love one another? This morning, oh Lord, as we celebrate your love, we ask that this word will teach us to love you, will teach us to love one another. King of glory, we seek for your grace because without you, oh Lord, we cannot love. We pray that we receive you as our savior so that we experience the joy of Christ. Lord, I ask that you help us, O oh Lord, to love. Your word in Proverbs 15, 13 says, a glad heart makes a happy face, but a broken heart crushes the spirit. King of glory, I pray that our hearts shall be glad to give this happy face Because if our hearts do not have that love, if our hearts are broken, we cannot love. And nor can we have that joy. King of glory, we pray that your grace, the love, the joy will come to us for us to demonstrate the love that you have given to us. Because the joy of the Lord, may your joy be our strength. Lord, I ask that you lead us to peace and happiness. Lead us in a way that will help us to remove hatred and we move towards love. Because you have given us love, you have given us the joy of your salvation, Lord. We pray that the birth of Jesus will bring joy to serve the Lord. Grant us, O oh Lord, the royalty of inward happiness. Lord, we pray that you renew in us the sense of joy. And we ask that your spirit will dwell in us. Because without your spirit dwelling in us, we cannot love, we cannot experience the joy, the joy of your love, the joy of your salvation. King of glory, we bow down before you this morning and ask that you, the King of kings and Lord of lords, that you will help us, O oh Lord, to understand why all this love for us in that we shall be able 
to extend this love to others. Lord, your servant has challenged us that some of us received you as our Lord and Savior, but we have not taken a step to minister to others so that they also receive you as Lord and enjoy the joy of your salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, today, Lord, we submit your Lordship and ask that you help us and instill this in us, O Lord, because you have directed us to go out and preach the gospel. When we preach the gospel, more people will come to know you. More people will receive you as Lord and Savior, and they also enjoy the joy of your salvation. Lord, we pray that our souls will find freedom in you, because without you, O Lord, there is no peace. Without you, there is no joy. Without you, we cannot love. So now, Heavenly Father, we and you, O Lord, we lift our souls to you. We lift our faith in you. Brethren, I pray that the God of hope will fill you with all the joy and peace as you trust him so that you may the love, the joy may overflow in our lives. The love and joy as we celebrate the birth of Christ will fill our hearts, will be felt in our families, will be felt in the church, that we shall not celebrate the birth of Jesus by doing evil. Because that is not the purpose for your birth. The purpose for your birth is different for you to bring us salvation. It demonstrates love to us. Father, in the name of Jesus, redirect our minds to you, to focus on you, O Lord. For Father, in the name of Jesus, take away anything that is not out from you, from us. Take away the devil from us. That snatches, O oh Lord, and give, gives us wicked words, O oh Lord. Lord, we have received this word from, from you, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord, to love. Help us, O oh Lord, to have joy and enjoy the joy of your salvation, O oh Lord. Because your joy is our strength. Our God and our Father, may the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. May they be happy and joyful. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen.